Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Got my partner here with me this week, Tate Matthews. Tate, as always, appreciate you being here. Week one is in the books. We have a lot to talk about this week. Week one is in the books. It was. It did not disappoint, but there were definitely some surprises. There were uh, some a lot of highs and some lows, and wow. Uh, if this is what the rest of the season is going to be like, it's going to keep us on our toes for sure. The highs were high. The lows were low. Well said. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Let's start off, Tate. We're going to talk a little football. We're going to talk about the other fall sports, too. But let's start with football. Week one recap, what better game to start with than the WCTV game of the week, Battle of Franklin, Centennial with a 34-14 win. But it's 14-all entering the fourth quarter. What happens? Centennial punches one in and then a special teams play, which happens so many times in the game of football. There's a fumble on the kickoff. Centennial recovers. They punch it in again. 27-14, it's over at that point. Yeah, it was uh, – so a lot to take from that, right? Uh, it, it started off, um, you know, uh, Franklin punched them in the mouth, right, and, and um, let them know, hey, I think a lot of people were maybe picking Centennial to roll in this game, and uh, they said, hey, we're going to be here. And so you're right. For that thing to be 14-14 going into the fourth quarter – I think that caught a lot of people um, uh, by surprise. Uh, it was a tough fought game, and then they just really warmed down. So um, I was very impressed with Centennial, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with Franklin too. I think Franklin's going to cause some people some trouble. Um, but, yeah. You're not off the Franklin train no, yet. No, man. They made some big plays. Which I love. Yeah. I th- they're, they're improved. Hey, they've got uh, with Young – and Jackson and Flynn, they've got three legit wide receivers now. I mean, Flynn might be a tight end, but they've got – hey, they scored some – they made some big plays. They can make plays. And, uh, again, th- th- those those three um, those three wide receivers and then with Brewer Wilson throwing it to them, I think they're going to cause some people some trouble. Uh, and, and, and I was very impressed with how physical Centennial was. Shouldn't be uh, – no, no, that's not right. I was not surprised. Because that's kind of what Coach Stewart demands. And they've got some athletes that can fly around. But uh, they were physical. They've got a little something about them, too. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just start for those that Starts weren't there. Starts with the coach, right? Right. Let's just start with for those that weren't there. Game day was there. Uh, they did a good job. They did a good job. They brought the juice uh, for sure. I thought that was the best centennial student section we've ever had. Franklin comes out in white helmets. I've never seen that before. I don't, I don't know the exact year of what that dates back to. But With something on the helmet, too. That's right. Franklin and script. Wasn't that's it? right. Yep. And um, Centennial warmed up the whole time in compression shirts and navy pants. Should have known there was some foreshadowing there when Doctor Dyson, well, you know. and Coach Glass were in all black. But uh, they came back out in black jerseys and black pants, man. They look good. You don't want to say that that – oh, it, it looked real good. You don't want to say that that set the tone, but it dang sure added to it. And uh, Centennial came out with an attitude, and they were flying around to the football, and they were physical. You're right. They, I think that's what you were saying. They got, a, they got a little bit of an edge about them. I like it too. They do. Um, kind of like you were impressed with Centennial's toughness but not surprised. 
I was impressed with the black Adidas Uni, but not surprised you guys did such a good job. They were, they were great. I, I understand you got to be careful with that because maybe that's not a school color. But when you do Columbia outlined in white on black, oh, man, it's dope. I feel like black and gray both as a base, you can get away with it I think so. anywhere. I think so. Hey, uh, but that 1414, uh, I think one of the biggest things that, that went into it, um, so as exciting as that first win was for Coach Stewart as the head coach of Centennial, as exciting as that win over Franklin was, I believe that's three in a row now for Centennial. Uh, I don't know that it's 1414 going in the fourth quarter if there weren't so many penalties. Centennial, that's one, a, lot of, a lot of positives. The negative is we got to clean those up. I think it's expected. You see it a little bit with game one anyway. But with the new coach, and I, I think it's I, – I, I see how it happened. And I don't it, think it will happen this week. I don't think so either. And as aggressive as they play. But you do, have to, you do have to figure that out. We have to clean that up. Centennial, 250 yards rushing. Dominic Reed, 109. Tanner Lee, 122. And speaking of Dominic Reed, let's take a look at our WCTV Play of the Week. So the Cougars will take over once again in the red zone. Back in the Wildcats, Scruggs up in the H-back. Reed will take the direct snap. Follow Scruggs up the uh, right side. Silky smooth. He's seen that one too many times tonight, Coach. That's a Cougars touchdown. Yeah. Dominic Reed. That is a bread and butter play in formation for the Cougars yes. for sure. Centennial Cougars 34, the Admirals 14 is Dominic Reed. I believe that's touchdown number three. three. Do you have Netflix? Yes. Are you watching Swamp Kings? Yes. Does that not remind you of Tebow? I mean, I, Tebow is the quarterback, but when they put him at the Wildcat, uh, I, Forget don't, it. I don't ever remember him getting knocked backwards. That is a problem. Coach, he had eight carries. He scored four touchdowns. Every two times he touches the ball <laughs> carrying it, that's a touchdown. That's unbelievable. That's a heck of a package. You're going to see more of it as the year goes on. And, um, man, just I, I could not be impressed, more impressed than, than with Dom. Uh, and then Tanner Lee comes in, has 122 yards rushing and a touchdown. DJ Curl, uh, remember, he had a touchdown. Uh, reception, but it was called back because of a, uh, a, a, a what a, a motion, or maybe it was a, a legal formation. I can't remember. Got called back. You're going to see that play again next time. It'll be a touchdown. That package right there is going to cause people fits. Franklin, you mentioned Brewer Wilson, 156 yards, two touchdowns. The to Jack Flynn, Wills Jackson, 55 yards receiving. Uh, the three turnovers really uh, did Franklin in. Really kind of uncharacteristic. Uh, of their team, first game, new coordinator, but like you, I think you saw a lot of excitement there with what Franklin can do offensively, and Coach Cowan's doing a good job. Next matchup, Brentwood, 38-14 in a game that wasn't as close as the score. No, it was it was a 38-0. It was a running clock. I mean, so I know it's not really – that doesn't really pass our – you know, boat race. We talked about that being 30 for you, but it, right. it was heading that way. Well, at one point it was. 
Um, and then was it Popcorn City at least? It was no, it was Popcorn City. It was boat race. It was um, it was all the above. But the final score does not indicate that. Dominance. So therefore, we cannot call it that. It was dominant. It was on the road uh, in Ah County, and uh, that's Rutherford County, by the way, not A R E, but R. Um, it was on the road. I think they kind of had a chip on their shoulder about people calling Wilco the best county of football. Well, oh. I, I believe we are. And um, Brentwood went up there and took care of business. Had a brand-new quarterback, Baylor Hayes. Not really sure what to expect there. We had heard good things. He played really, really well. And I, I do think <clears throat> one of Blackman's strengths is their secondary. So uh, Baylor Hayes played really well. It was a dominant performance in all phases of the game for the Bruins. So – uh, I think they had to feel really good about that, and I know you're going to get the hit list here. The other thing I love about that, there were a lot of people that contributed. Trey Doris, 16 carries, 140 yards, two touchdowns. He was a member of uh, the. He was a I, member. I knew it. I knew it. He was I a member of know. the Mavericks <laughs> flag football dynasty. He could fly back then. No surprise here. Great job, TD. Uh, you mentioned the touchdown, Matthew Manning and Clayton Merrill receiving touchdowns. Jackson Lowe, that's a name you're going to hear a lot of, recovered a fumble. And then Cannon Kinder actually recovered a yeah. fumble in the end zone for a touchdown. So dominant performance by Brentwood. Congratulations, Coach Finch and his crew. A couple things on that. The, I think it was a 58-yarder or the 60-yarder. The, 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 the quick hitter, the big, the long run, touchdown run that Trey had, that was that was beautiful, man. You love that line, too. It was it, – well, I think that – when going back to media day, that's part of why I feel the way about Brentwood that I do. I think they got the best line in, in the in the region. But but that thing was blocked well. It was a great call. Trey hit that thing, got his foot in the ground, and got upfield. Nobody was catching him. That was beautiful. Nolansville. Now, some of us saw this coming, but not all of us. I know. Nolansville with the 21-20 win over Rockvale. Uh, Zion, don't call me Zion. Correct. Tomaska. With a big touchdown with 132 to play, it's a 53-yard run. He ends up with 22 carries, 136 yards, two touchdowns. That's 6.2 a carry, wing by the win. way, Tate. Wing win with that. Let, let me – here's what I think happens. If you switch – this is – no one's going to want to be mad at me. I picked you to win. But if you switched uniforms, it might go the other way. No one's feels used to winning. I think it's a used to winning win. Well, they were down. On paper, they maybe should have lost. Right. But game's not played on paper. Nope. Rockvale 4-6 and six last year. No one's will obviously 12-1 and one, take it all the way to the end. I think it's a program win. I think it shows you the state of the No Winsville program that they come out and get that win. That's a good win because, as you said, Rockvale's pretty good. Yeah. They've got some good players. Well, they were up 14 to nothing. Uh, but you're right. They, they expect to win. Uh, they, they know how to win because they've done it. And um, they just they just stayed the course and came back and and um, I think you got to be really pleased with Ty Collins takes over as the full time starter and 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 there were some um, there were some things not going well especially on his end early on right but he steadied himself settled himself and he brought the team back had a nice touchdown run and another pass uh, played very very well first time you know uh, he he's played snaps. But this is his team this year, uh, and he's taken over for a guy that's won a lot of games. So I thought it was awesome that he went out and played that well. And 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 you're right. Uh, I 
think this will be a win. One, this was a program win, but I think this will this will be like a, a what's it called in the in in the in the college football rankings quality opponent the quality of the opponent. You know, this is a better win than I think most people realize right now in week one. Come about week six, people are going to go. Man, that Rockville win was really good. And, and they're going to have a, a really good season. And going back to your point about Wilco being better, right, our 5A. Just beat your 6A. And honestly, they could finish third. Yeah. They might not. No one's going to win it, but they could finish third they in could. that 5A league. Hey, and, and also, what about Zeon? All right? Samson Johnson's been there since what? I mean, I think. Mr. Touchdown. Mr. Touchdown. And he comes in, takes over 20. He was kind of a change of pace. Uh, give 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 Samson a breather last year. Same deal. He's the running back. He's the workhorse now. 22 carries, 136 yards, two touchdowns against a good defense. I'm pretty sure. I asked Coach Derek. He said, man, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he had on bright red shoes. Got to know what that's about. But Zeon showed up. It was great. I bet Samson's watching. He should be. He's a big fan of the show. Yeah. He'd always tell me that. Uh, defense. We, to, we ought to have him on sometime. That'd be cool. All right. If you want to talk about a Paul Derrick team, defense. Yep. Seven tackles, Jackson Bandy. Six tackles, Carson Kelly. B.J. Mays with a big interception. Joseph Carano with a big sack yep. uh, in that particular game, too. So congratulations, Coach Derrick and Owensville for that win. Maybe the best game of the week. Page. 35, Giles 34 in overtime at Giles County, a matchup of defending state runners-up. We knew Giles was good. Here's what I loved. They go to overtime, Giles scores, 34-27. And maybe you go, okay, Paige is the favorite, so you're going to you know, play at chalk. Go for one? No. Nope. They score, rushing touchdown, second one for, for uh, Wee Bush. And then Jonathan Palmer – First year as the full-time starter on the quarterback keep for the win. I love it. I do, too. People don't realize with Coach – he's a, kind of a riverboat gambler, and people yeah. don't realize that about him. Uh, I was going to say the same thing. You know, he's an offensive lineman or a former <laughs> offensive lineman, uh, was an offensive line coach. Coach Bone isn't really – he's not on, as Coach Blade used to say, tweeter. Uh <laughs> You know he's not calling attention, right? He does. He'd rather just not be interviewed, probably, and all that. But you're right, man. He likes the flashy uniforms. He likes to play aggressively. Riverboat gambler, kind of like uh, uh, Tuberville down in in, uh, in Auburn. So you're right, man. To go for two, I thought that was awesome. Here's the other thing I love about it too: Weebush and Palmer. Both Palmer's been the quarterback, but Weebush plays some too. I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised that they didn't know those two plays. Those weren't already decided before it even got there, right? Loved it. Loved it. You know, the thing about Paige, and we could have said this last year about them and really no one'sville last year too, you can already see it starting to formulate, and really with Brentwood too, how many different names you can mention. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Henry Kaysen. There's the guy that we've heard a lot from in the past and going to continue to hear from. Right. 382 yards total, by the way, of offense. Ethan Cunningham. 107 yards and a touchdown. You mentioned Weebush, 73 yards on two on six carries, two touchdowns. And then on defense, Ains, eight tackles. Caden Walker, seven and a half tackles. Sean Cunningham, six tackles, a sack, an interception. And then Hazard, you know, you look at it and go, oh, he only had four and a half tackles, and but two for a loss. You think they weren't focusing on Hazard? 
go ahead and focus on Eric. Right. See what these other guys can do. They've got a lot of names who've participated and done well and contributed in the past at a high level that are back. Right. I like this page team. I do too, man. And and I, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I'm glad you started off with Casey because he's a guy. He's done it in the past. He always shows up. He always seemed to make plays. He's going to get a heavier load this year. As Palmer and he kind of develop their uh, relationship, I think that's going to be one of the top ones in the mid-state. The Battle of Spring Hill. The WCS side obviously came out on top 40 to nothing. Summit at Spring Hill. Oh. Boat race. It was. We were talking before. We didn't know if we... Seven to nothing at the half. Wasn't looking great. 323 yards rushing. Dominic Hollis, 125 yards and a touchdown. I, I thought the difference, though, and I know Sam Sloan had a couple rushing touchdowns, too. To me, McElhaney. His performance, that's a good sign for Summit. Because playing quarterback and the offense they're running, he's got to make some decisions, too. I thought he had a great game. The reason I'm a little slow to the boat captain hat was that's kind of how we started off Friday night. Coach Coleman, oh. I'll tell you, 7-0 at half. So then you tell me this was playing. We this, this is part of the shtick. Part of the part of the part of the presentation. <laughs> Coach Coleman not happy about 7-0 at halftime. You think but, he was calm? No. Okay. I do not. But then I think we got the 40-foot Donzi warmed up, took care of business in the second half. He was headed down the Duck River. Back to, well, I don't know. He might have, he might have, I don't know. Well, he's probably headed down to the, uh, maybe had a post-game meal at the uh, Chapel Hill Aquatic Center, <laughs> but uh, ended up being a boat race. Yes, started off slow. We weren't real happy about that, but Mason McElhaney, remember, uh, got hurt early in, or, or late in the summer last year. Really took a long time. I shouldn't say a long time. Took him a while to get back. He was healthy. Uh, Friday night, 14 carries, 158 yards and a touchdown. Three for five passing, 22 yards and a touchdown. 14 carries, 158 yards and a touchdown from the quarterback position. Who does that sound like? I thought I was, uh, <laughs> I thought I was uh, looking at stats from like a Paul Johnson <laughs> Navy team. <laughs> I love it. I, I really do too. And listen, I, I don't think Coach would shy away from this. They're not mega, mega talented. You do something that makes you different. That's right. I think it's – I love the way they play. And then Dom made the most of his 12 carries, 125 yards, touchdown. That's a first down, a carry. Most of that came in the second half. But, um, yeah, 40 to zero. I know that we weren't happy with the offense the first half. But uh, we got that thing going. I think that's a good first win. Independence goes on the road to Oakland. Uh, they take one on the chin, 14-34. Oakland jumped out early, 26-0 in the first quarter. And I know it's one of those things you might look at that and go, well, uh, Oakland probably played some – they would have beaten them 65 nothing if they could have. Correct. There's no doubt about it. They cut that thing, I think it was down to 26-14 late. Listen, no moral victories. I, I don't think it's a bad result. I, I really don't. Well, this this is where you need to put your coach hat on for the show. I think, I really do think the one the the not not looking for positives to say you're down twenty six zero after the first quarter to the defending what the three time defending state champion and they think they're going to win another one. Uh, that could have been boat race city. So 
what that tells me is our kids didn't quit. They didn't. We we strapped down and competed, right? I mean, that's no question. There's no other way around it. I think they have momentum going into that week two matchup with Paige. So I, I think he's got to be pleased. Yeah. And it goes along with my narrative of I think they, I think they're going to be third. You're a big Coach Stidham fan. I mean, I am too. But I, I love all our coaches. I know that. But Coach, I like Coach. You, did, you like what he, you like the way he handles business. <laughs> I, I dig Coach Stidham's stuff. <laughs> you dig his stuff. Very good. <laughs> DP would be proud. He'd hey, be proud. What about Steel Katina, 10 tackles? I like that. I do too. He's a player. That's flying around the football. He's a player. Hunter Burton, eight tackles. Uh, Clay Davis, who had that touchdown run, 16 carries, 67 yards. He led him on the ground. I think a lot to be proud of. And then this is going to come into play. Andrew, I know we don't mention the punters much. I think this is the biggest weapon. Andrew Bingham averaged 47 yards punting. His longest was 62. None were returned. Against a team like Oakland, huge weapon. I like it. That's going to serve them well in one of these big games they're going to have to win late in the year if they're going to be a playoff team. 26, think about this, Coach. 26 to nothing. And then they only gave up another eight points. And Oakland was trying to score. No, Oakland was trying to break the scoreboard. I like it. Again. No moral victories, but we can build off that. I think so, too. Uh, Ravenwood Alcoa, 35-14 Alcoa with the with the win. It was 21-7 entering the fourth. Alcoa gets a couple TDs, sort of broke that thing open. Um, Davis Dowland did have a rushing touchdown late in the game. Ravenwood plays three QBs. But I think Femi, is, is he, he's going to be the guy. And by the way, what a last name. Baba Lola. Oh, man. Femi uh, Babalo. Are all Wilco name teams? And then you got he's uh, up there. He's up there. Stephen Neves played a little QB, and then of course we love Maverick Chance too. Uh, but for now, Femi's going to be the guy. Stephen Neves, the ball in his hand. He does. You like that one? They, great names. Uh, Forty-three yards passing uh, for Femi. Six carries, thirty-six yards on the ground. Hey, and Donovan Starr. There's a guy we mentioned a lot. During the spring, a big track star uh, for Ravenwood. He gets a 98-yard kickoff return for a TD that cut that lead to 14-7 to early. I-, I love it. I saw Coach Hester talking about this, and he means it. Number one, it wouldn't matter. He couldn't find games anyway if he wanted to. But he said our MO has been we're going to play somebody really good to start the season. Yeah. See, where-. He's not phased by this. No. That's a good team they lost. Got beat by a really good football team. You know, uh, Probably going to win their ninth state championship. In a row, and the the most the, the best thing about him, I, and I think that Coach uh, Hester wanted because he, he knew, I uh, mean, those guys were put together. They're well coached. Yes, Coach Nix has only been the head coach. This is his second year, but he was there the whole time with Coach Rankin. That guy's one of the best young coaches in the state. They're, they're, they're athletic. They're physical, but they're also very well coached, very well put together. This is the stat maybe of the show. This could have been the gym. This is unbelievable. Are you familiar with the catapult devices? That, yes. This is from Coach Hester. I, I got to give the assist to Coach Hester. Donovan Starr on his 98-yard – do you know this? I don't know this. On his 98-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. He had a catapult on. He hit 21-plus miles an hour. <laughs> He's got on a helmet, shoulder pads, pants, pat, everything – 
He hit 21 miles an hour on that thing. Let's put this in perspective. Coach, that's elite speed. Uh, I'm just wondering if I ride my bike that fast. <laughs> Which bike? <laughs> <laughs> and, and are you going downhill? Man. What about that? That's flying. It's like being chased by a cheetah. Yes. <laughs> we need to look that up. Mr. Producer, what is it? top end, what does a cheetah run? I think it's in the 30s, but he doesn't have all the stuff on, and he's got four legs. Or she. <laughs> I watch a lot of National Geographic. Uh, the only thing I don't like about that is, is there's a lot of dumb coaches out there. I hate to say it because I, I see it. I would say nobody's going to kick off to him anymore, but maybe they will because I've seen dumber. But uh, I hope they keep kicking it to Donovan because if they do, I think we're going to see another one of these. The WCS guys won't. No. First of all, we've got kickers that will put it in the end zone. So Correct. It won't matter anyway. <laughs> uh, let's talk. This was one that surprised us. Uh, Fairview goes to East Hickman. Uh, they dropped that particular matchup 21-14. Fairview led late in that uh, game or late in the third, and they couldn't hold on, which is not – that's uncharacteristic for those Fairview teams. These are games they win. We thought it would be a blowout. It yes. wasn't. I'm sure East Hickman celebrated like uh, they had won the Super Bowl. A couple bright spots, Caden Lee with a couple rushing touchdowns. Wendell Billingsley. Now, some of this I had to take a double take. 21 rushing yards, four receptions for 59 yards, and he was in on 24 tackles, and he had an interception. I don't, I don't even – I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing. Talk about effort. He's a player. Heck yeah. He could he play is. on any team yeah. in WCS and, and can play uh, several different positions. That that one, you know, you're right. I, and I, I think Fairview just kind of like you were talking about Nolensville on the program win. I think Fairview expects to win games. Uh, and I dang sure think that was a game that they uh, expect to win. So I don't know what it was. Obviously, they've got some, they got a lot of young people playing skill position on the offensive side of the ball. A lot of athletic young people, but young nonetheless. So I guess that played into it. East Hickman, hey, let's tip our hat to them. They were better than we thought. No, you know, no, no tip? I don't want to tip my hat to them. Uh, I, I will. Much respect. I I predicted this thing was a uh, – Well, we all did. I thought this was going to be um, Reese Glover on the three – lighting up the three-point <laughs> balloon. That, I thought that's how bad this was going to be. Outside of fair credit. Outside of Fairview, I think Dr. Qualls was the most upset about this because he's Hickman. That hits home to him. Not East Hickman, but Hickman. So He's centerable. That's right. Don't get that confused. No. Uh, Tate, let's do this because we, we said we would do it this week. We're going to talk about our other fall sports. The first thing I want to do is talk a little classification. So you're going to see a common theme that eight of our nine schools being in the same league, which I personally love. We've talked about this a lot. We'll start with volleyball. Uh, in AAA Region 5, District 10, it's everyone except Fairview. So here's the deal. We talked a lot about this. This is now you can take every sport, you can take every classification, you can take the SEC, you can do whatever the flip you want to. That right there in volleyball is probably the toughest region in the entire country. It's pretty good. I mean, my it, gosh. It, it really is. It's actually very good. Uh, Fairview – Double A, Region 6, District 11. So here's one thing I like, too, about these, because I was telling Jay Johnson this. He used to kid Dr. Qualls about this when I was back at Franklin. 
uh, and I would see some of this, and it was so funny because you know Dr. Qualls gets all bent out of shape. He, he, he'd say it's easy to push his butt. He'd say, "Oh, we're the WCS Sports Conference plus Dixon and plus Spring Hill." <laughs> so I told Coach Johnson, "I said it's for real now, man." He did. He did needle him about that, and it did upset him. So anyway, oh, by the way, this week's gym. You're gonna like this week's gym, Tate. Coach Young, Nolensville, got win number 500 over the weekend. Uh, they go to the Battle of the Sun Sphere in Knoxville. Great tournament, by the way. Yes. They lose in the semifinals to a really good Walton High School out of Georgia. But during that tournament, he gets win number 500. Congratulations to Coach Brett Young. 339 wins at Smyrna. People forget that. 161 at Nolensville, including three state titles. So... Congratulations to Coach Young. Do you know what the Sun Sphere is? Uh, you know, I'd have to lie and say I did. Uh, no. It's that big gold ball over by UT. Oh, camp. is that back from the old uh, uh, World's uh, Fair? Yes. Yeah, that's what. That 1980 is. and four. Is that right? I think it was 82, but it might be 84. Is it 82? We need to look that up. 82 or 84? I know Olympics 84. Maybe that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the World's Fair. Hey, and I don't see Coach. Young getting out anytime soon. Do you? No. So 600 is going to be like that. Very quickly. If he hangs around enough, he'd get to 1,000 pretty quick. I think quick. so, too. That's where I was going with that. He, he really could. Uh, speaking of another loaded league, soccer, AAA, Region 5, District 10. Again, those eight schools. I mean, that's loaded. Loaded. Uh it's Fair. really, I mean, talk about beating each other up. Goodness gracious. And when I say those eight, Brentwood, Centennial, Franklin, Indy, Nowensville, Page, Ravenwood, Summit, Fairview, uh, still in double A with Creekwood, Montgomery Central, Sycamore. Uh, hey, a big, big matchup. And again, with so many teams, you got to play district matches fairly quickly. Franklin with a 1-0 win over Page. Uh, late goal by Olivia Simpson. And I thought this was cool. Coach Burgoyne, I was talking to him about his keeper who had a shutout. He was so proud to say, hey, that's Molly Forrest. She's a freshman. He loved telling me she's a basketball player, too. Multi-sport He's athlete. had some success with basketball players in the goal. Remember Holly Harris played in there? No doubt about it. Pretty awesome. And what I liked about that, uh, Coach Burgoyne knew, hey, she's a basketball player. She wants to play hoops. He'd let her do her thing, and she did her thing with, with soccer, too. But he was very accommodating to have her play, which I thought was really cool. Golf, once again, you look at – but we've got some other teams in there, but I feel bad for Columbia Central. Not real bad, but Columbia Central and Spring Hill, you're in the district with those folks when guys are going to shoot in the 70s and not make the state tournament. Goodness. Fairview again, Class A. So in golf, it's two classes, double A yes. and A. And then it gets real confusing when you do cross country and it's A dash double A and three A. Why not make it A and two? Anyway, whatever. We got to get you on the board up there. Uh, Page High School. By I would. Way. I know I'm derailing the show. I would love to see you on the board of control. I would go to those meetings every time just to watch. And why, Mr. Matthews? Would you like to see that? Well, no. I mean, because you you think this way, but. You, you would have no problem bringing it up if you if you thought it was. Hey, I've got a question. Yes. <laughs> or what did they give you a, like a little <laughs> fan or whatever? Yeah, four, four. 
Uh, Page High School. Now, listen, I, I get on here and make these predictions early. I'm you, just going to go ahead and I will it. give this to you. You've been on this for a while. You, this is no bandwagon. Page is going to win at least one team title this year in golf. Maybe wow. both. If you take a look at their girls. So, Brooke Bennett, great player, sophomore. Gabby Diaz, Alex Cipriano, all girls players. On the boys' side, you got Ty, Ty Wilson, our boy. Chubbs Wild. Chubbs Wild. Jake and Gentry Eikoff. Listen, to show you what kind of team they have on the boys' side, and girls too, They in their golf matches, they take the top four scores. Paige takes on Ravenwood, another great program. Paige has six boys shoot in the 30s. That's So they had two scores that didn't count that were like one to three over par. It's just... They should have won the boys' state title last year. They're winning it this year. And I think they might win the girls, too. They could win both. That'd be huge. Coach I, Craig's not going to – listen, he's saying, look, I'm getting ready. When it comes October, September – He's he's printing this off. My team ready. will be – and they will be. It's going to be uh, locker room <laughs> material. Hey, you said it. I think you said it last year. You're 100% right. Chubbs Wild has not one but several NIL deals in his future. It's not even – yes. Wait, you need to – can well, you be his agent? No, Is that we a, can't, okay, we okay. can't. We can't. Remember, we can't, we can't broker deals. I'm talking about when he goes to college. I guess I could, man. Yeah, yeah he, needs to, he needs to reach out to you. It's great first and last name. Oh. And when you pair them together. Yes. It's unbelievable. It's Tennessee tradition. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much we can do with this. Cross country. All of us together except for Fairview, and then we've got other schools too, but we're going to dominate uh, cross-country as usual. Uh, Brentwood boys and girls, the more things change, the more they stay the same. They win one of my favorite events in terms of the name, Saturday Light Fever. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> in Hendersonville on the state course, yep. which is good. Brentwood wins them both. Here's some names for you. Leah Banovic, she's back. Abby Cobb, Lydia Cromwell, Rachel Hawes. They're going to win it again. They're going to win it again. On the boys' side, these guys are back. Robert Patinas, who's a finalist for the Wilco. Keller Vaughn is a freshman, wins it. Wins it. <laughs> uh, Payne Fielder, Wyatt Grove. They may win them both. The girls are going to win it. Right? Yes. The boys might win it. Will win it. Oh, and, you're going both. Yeah, and, and, and it, this I, could I like be like, doing. I don't know if we've ever had boat race uh, cross country, but there, there's going to be some. Uh, boat race cross countries. I mean, they're 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 flat out dominating some of these meets. Dominating. Here's what's great about it too. Uh, when you talk, because we talked about maybe Page gets a double, Brentwood gets a double in golf and cross country. When you look at our state champions last year, the team state titles were Brentwood and Page. Right. And Page moving up. I'm telling you, they can handle it. They are handling it. They're. You look at soccer. I mean, you go and have a against Franklin. That's a great program. Uh, and I love it. Coach Clapp, when you talk to him, he likes it. Let's move up. Let's do it. We can – I like it a lot. I do too. I, I do. All right, Tate, we're kind of short on time, but I think this is important we do this. I tell you was not – I tell you what was not dominating last year, last week. No, listen, I'm not – first of all, I'm not counting you out because you're like the nine-time champion or however many times we've been doing this. I've dug myself quite a hole. Uh on the Pickums last week, and by the way, fans, keep going to WCSCO Athletics on X, the social media channel formerly known as Twitter. Kind of like Prince. X. 
Come on, man. That guy's a weird duck. Yeah. Just keep going there. I keep calling it Twitter. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm doing it too. So if you look at the standings, you were five and three. Go ahead and say it. I'm dead last. The fans were six and two. And here's another reason, because it's only week one. But when you share first place with Dr. Qualls, it's not like I should be that proud of it. I don't know. Because he's he's not very good at it. I hope this isn't um I hope this isn't <laughs> off color. My dad always said this. It's kind of like kissing your sister. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I bet your dad used to say that. I had four sisters. I don't want to kiss any of them. Uh, so let's uh let's get to this week's pick. Okay. And listen, since you're down. I'm going to let you pick first. Uh, Brentwood, 1-0, hosting Brentwood Academy, 0-1. Big win for CPA over BA, 17-16. Uh, you like that? The, the Brentwood Academy <laughs> loss? Yes, I did. <laughs> for lots of different reasons. Lots of different reasons. Our man Jackson Matthews uh, with the great performance, great picture of Jackson that I saw. Just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. It was a special night. Uh let me. Th- th- I, I wish I should have checked with this, but I, I feel very confident in this. Mr. Kaidel would tell you, I believe, the last time they hosted Brentwood Academy at home, uh, Coach Crawford was the coach, and it's still the largest. I was there. Gate. I was there. Ever. It was big. And I think this is going to be the same thing. So, a couple things. Get there early. It's going to be packed. Parking's going to be there. Limited. There, there's going to be a lot of park. There, there's a lot of parking at Brentwood, but that's how many people are going to be. You're going to be parking in the park. You're going to be parking in the park. Yes, uh, I think it's going to be an unbelievable environment. I love what Brentwood's got this year. Again, picked them for region championship, but I saw it up close and personal last week. Uh, BA's pretty good, uh, and that quarterback is legit. So, hope I'm wrong, but I'm going with the Brentwood Academy Eagles. Uh, Brentwood, I'm not picking B.A. A man of conviction. I love it. <laughs> I, I think Brentwood's good, like it, like like you. And no, I, no, they are good. Uh, would you be surprised with the Brentwood win? I would be surprised because that's a different animal. They don't play by the same set of rules. Uh, I'd be surprised just because that's that thing's built differently over there, but – Again, I think Brentwood's going to win the region, so no, I, you know. I mean, you wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Game two, I've got this one. Fairview at Waverly. This is a team that Fairview's struggled with the past few years. Waverly and Camden, 71-50. Did you see that score? I did not. Unless it was printed wrong, 71-50? That's insane. It's like a basketball. And then maybe I'm wrong. I'd but like I, to know what time the game ended. And they call it a – they had some kind of weird name for that game too. Anyway, assuming that's right. The battle uh, of Gus's quick mart or something. <laughs> I hate to say it. Uh, I'm picking Carl's fried chicken. I, I hate to say it. I'm picking Waverly. Okay. I, I really hate to say it, but that's what I'm doing. You want to pick different? You can just get right back in and tie this I, thing I up. I think uh, I think I got to go with Waverly. Okay. Thought maybe you wanted to tie it up. They, they're they're pretty good this year. Game three. Franklin versus Franklin Road Academy at Franklin. Uh, FRA defeated Kenwood last week, 49-7. Who you got, Tate? I like what Franklin's doing. They're getting better and they're building. This FRA team's pretty good. I got to go with – what are they now? I don't even know what they are. No the, idea. The Panthers, the Big Blue, the – Who knows? Yeah, I'm going with FRA. 
I hate to do it, but I am too. I don't want to do it. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm doing it. I understand. My pick. Independence page. I think this is tough. I think it's a tough okay. pick. My TV 30 game. Uh, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Me either. But I just I just believe in Page, man. They just a Giles County game. They just pull it. I'll say this. If this game were played at Independence like it is in week eight or nine, I might pick Indy. Early in the season, I like what Page has, more experience. I'm going with the Patriots. Tate, who you got? I can live with all that. Um, I just think Paige has more talent right now. And for that alone, they just got more firepower, man. They got more players. So I'm going with the Paige Patriots. Nolensville, 1-0 versus a much-improved Antioch team. They were 0-10 last year. They dropped their first game to 11-39-28. But I don't think you're going to make the same mistake two weeks in a row when it comes to Nolensville. Who you got, Tate? Uh, Antioch is much improved, but I don't think that they're that much improved. I'm going with Nolansville. And, hey, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? I picked against them. I've learned my lesson. Nolansville. Yeah, no low. I didn't rig this thing correctly because I wanted you to pick this one first. This one's tough, man. Um Ravenwood hosting Cane Ridge. Cane Ridge gets a – they lose to Mount Juliet 31-28. I'm going right to it quickly. Miss Hester, I'm on your side. Ravenwood. Uh, Cane Ridge is good. They're really good. Here, here I, Ra, the, Ravenwood is the answer 100%. Except, I'm going Ravenwood. But oh. here's the only thing I don't like Because about you're it. scared of Miss Hester. Yes. I've, <laughs> i got to get back in her good graces. Here's the only thing I, I don't like about those games. Uh, like the Alcoa game, they that was a physical football game. I don't know where we got right. Raven got banged up, um, but I'm going with the Raptors. I'm going with the Raptors. Final game, it's your pick. It's the WCTV game of the week. I think it's a great game. Well, I learned my lesson last week. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Summit hosting Centennial. Yeah, WCTV uh, game of the week. Um, I picked Franklin. Mr. Reed and crew uh, made a believer out of me. That was impressive. I'm going with the Cougars. I didn't know how long this thing was going to take to get together, uh, but what I saw Friday night was impressive. Cougars. I think it it's decided late. I think this is. I, I, I'm telling you, I think Summit's better. They are better. I just think Centennial's too good. I, I'm, they're going to win it late. I think. Uh, physicality on both sides, but I think Centennial's numbers maybe are a little different. I'm going to go Centennial as well. And as I look at our picks, Tate, and listen, you can't ever get too far behind, but if Brentwood can pull the upset. This thing could be over in week two. I mean, if I'm up three, I can just play chalk the rest of the year, but I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't oh, do that. You're too much of a competitor. Tate, as always, great to see you. Appreciate you. Looking forward to talking about the games next week. Hey, this is fun. Um, we got some really, really exciting games this week. It's going to be fun again next week. It's going to be fun. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.